the cell is composed of about 55% monounsaturated fats. Those and fish oil fats are your best friends. They're your best fats. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Today, Kenneth Copeland and Dr. Don Colbert continue teaching on supplying your body with good nutrition. Knowing what your body needs is the first step to good health. Here's Kenneth. Hello, everybody. This is Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Let's have a word of prayer and we'll get right into today's Bible lesson. Father, we rejoice in your presence. Glory to God. Thank you for sending Dr. Colbert to us today. Thank you for sending our studio audience to us today and all of the tens of thousands, even millions of people watching and enjoying your word today. We give you all the praise and the honor and the glory for revelation from heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Join me again today in welcoming Don Colbert to this broadcast. Thank you. Dr. Don Colbert, thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, Doc, I'll tell you what. Let's open our Bibles. Oh, and I want, to, I want to mention to you, too, that our studio audience is KCM staff, EMIC staff, and partners, and uh, whew, we're in this for you. That's why we're here. We're believing God for you. Amen. 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 Skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs chapter 23 is our um, golden text all last week and now all this week. When thou sittest to eat with a ruler, get this word, underline it, put little stars by it, whatever you do in your Bible. If you've got a Bible you can't write in, well, Brother Copeland, this is precious. Well, that's wonderful. Put it in a glass case and put it up somewhere where you can bow down to it. And get you one you can write in. <laughs> Amen. I had to learn that. I thought, oh, and then the Lord said, come on. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Mine is so marked up. I got to show you this. I was sitting here with uh, David Barton. We were just about to, to do a broadcast, and I had my Bible open to the book of Hebrews right here. And praise God. Wow. <laughs> and he said, Where do you get a white highlighter? <laughs> I said, Well, he said, Where do you get a white highlighter? <laughs> and then I caught on to, to what he was what he was saying. Praise God. Amen. Underline it. Praise God. Highlight it. Listen, when you sit to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is before you. Consider it. You stop and think about this. Do I need to be eating this? 
put a knife to your throat if you be a man given to appetite. That knife is the Word of God. Be not desirous of his dainties, for they are deceitful meat. They look good, smell good, taste good, and they're not good. They'll kill you. Verse 20, be not among wine-bibbers, among riotous eaters of flesh. Now listen to this. For the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty. I found that everywhere the drunkard is mentioned, the glutton is mentioned. Everywhere the glutton is mentioned, the drunkard is mentioned. Because they, they're, the, the problem is the same. Absolutely. The root problem. The root problem is, is, is the same. And, that, and that's what Satan is trying to support. He'll kill you with either one of them or both of them. That's what he's out to do is steal, kill, and destroy. Now, let's go over to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? Or, or better, see the, the word which is italicized. The Holy Ghost who is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own. Say, I am not my own. I am not my own. You are bought with a price. Say it. I am bought with a price. I belong to somebody else. I belong to someone else. I am responsible I am responsible for this body, for this body, but I don't own it, but I don't own it. You get that concept? Amen. Amen. Whoa, listen, you, you have to live with that. Amen. You have to live with it. And this is your sacrifice. This is not your body. It's your sacrifice. Amen. You sacrifice this to, uh, to the master, to his use. Therefore, glorify. What's the understood subject of the sentence? You, you glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. He said it again. You don't belong to yourself. (laughs) You belong to your father. Amen. He is your very own father and you are his very own child. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, I've done my part. You do yours. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> well, praise God. Aren't we glad to have this man? I tell you what, oh, I mean to tell you, he and Mary have been so important to glory and to me for praise so God. many years. And, and, um, and we're healthy people today, largely because of him, largely because of him, because he began to teach us and show us, and he's so kind about it. Back when he should have been beating me over the head, he never never would do it. But Gloria and I are are healthy today. I'm I'm 81 and she'll be uh, 75 in in just, (laughs) no, 76 in just a few days, the 9th day of February. So praise God. 
And now you'll be seeing this later, but today is January. <laughs> well, praise God. Who's, who all is excited about losing weight and crucifying, crucifying your flesh? Amen. Amen. We're going to show you how to do it. And it's easy. That's, that's the good news. It's easy. Now, let me kind of paint the picture for you. Because for the past few decades, the U.S. Dietary Food Guidelines has been recommending that the average American consume 45 to 65 percent of all their calories as carbohydrates and starches. In fact, it formed the base of the food guide pyramid for decades. And they've done a pretty good job of following it. <laughs> and they've been, yes, now. And but what My happens, idea. okay, so let's kind of think. What does that equate to in calories? Let's say instead of 45 or 65, take a number like 50% of your calories as starches and carbs. And what are starches and carbs? Well, it's grains, it's bread, it's wheat, it's corn, it's rice, it's uh, potatoes, it's all the starches, all the man-made starches that have that are devoid of, of uh, you know, wheat or, or excuse me, fiber. Uh, but what it also is, it's beans, peas, lentils, it's sodas, it's sugars, it's orange juice instead of the fruit. Yeah. And it's actually, a lot of fruit is high in sugar, like raisins, like bananas, like oranges. They're real high in sugar. Sugar, when you eat 50% of your calories of sugar, that's, an average woman takes in about 2,000 calories. That's 1,000 calories as starches and sugars and carbs. 1,000. When you have done that, you have just programmed yourself for weight gain. Wow. Now, a man, if you're, your average calorie consumption is 2,500 calories, you take 50%. Now, it could be 45 to 65. Some men taking 65% of their calories as carbs, sugars, and starches. That's 1,250 calories of carbs, sugars, and starches. When could you I do that, you do something? yes. Analyze the hamburger. Okay, look at the hamburger. You've got a bun, two buns really. A bun is like 20 to 25 grams of carbs. That's about 50. Then you have the meat. Now it has protein. It does have some fat, saturated fat in the meat. You have the cheese. It has saturated fat in the cheese. You have the ketchup. For every tablespoon of ketchup, about one to two teaspoons is sugar. Mustard doesn't have sugar carbs in it. Mayonnaise has uh, polyunsaturated fats. Most mayonnaise has uh, soybean oil in it. Soybean oil is highly inflammatory for your body. You just invite inflammation. So what you've done, you've taken it, le- and then you add the fries. You've got to add the fries. Oh, yeah. Most everyone, they eat out, so you've got 50. Fries are about another at least 50 grams of carbs, supersized, and you probably get around 100. Then you get all of that fried food. It's usually polyunsaturated fats that are heated that are the worst fats you can consume. How many people have eaten fries and all of a sudden get... Uh, pains, joint pains in their hands, in their feet, wherever, because it's inflammatory. So what's happening, this is a standard American diet. They've just taken in about, you know, 100 to 200 grams of carbs and programmed their cells for weight gain. Why? Here's the reason. Because of the hormone insulin. When you eat a lot of carbs, you spike your insulin level. Now, insulin's important. When you don't have enough insulin, you have type 1 diabetes. Your body's quit making insulin. Insulin's important. It's a fat storage hormone. When you eat a lot of carbs, your insulin spikes, and it tells your body to store fat, store fat, and keep storing fat. And so what we have to do, instead of eating 45 to 65% of our calories as carbohydrates, sugars, and starches, we need to lower that initially. This is initially 
to about 15% of our calories as carbs, sugars, and starches. Now, what does that equate to? Okay, what that equates to is the fruits you want to consume during this weight loss portion of the program is about a quarter cup of berries a day. That's it. You can have lemons and limes in your water. That's fine. There's hardly any carbs or sugars in there. Okay, also, you want to cut out all grains. Grains convert to sugar. And this is what most people don't realize. Your wheat, your corn, your rice, all your grains, even oatmeal, folks. Yes, oatmeal's better down the road. But for now, all of these grains, even quinoa, convert to sugar and raise your insulin level. When you raise your insulin, you, store, you program your body for fat storage. Now, grains also, wheat also includes your bread, your pasta, your bagels, pretzels. All of these are, are wheat types. Okay, then you have potatoes. That's another starch, even sweet potatoes. During this part of the program, these foods spike your sugar, spike your insulin, program you for weight gain. So what we're doing, we're putting you on 70% healthy fats instead of about 50 to 70% uh, carbs. You see what's happening? In doing so, we lower your insulin really low to around your fasting insulin goes down to about three or seven, somewhere in between there. Now, that's what helps someone that's pre-diabetic. Yes. It, it, it lowers all of that, so the pancreas goes... Yes, your pancreas said, finally, you gave me a break. <laughs> okay. I've been, I've been working 24 hours that's a day. Right. You're killing me here. And, and so uh, then you get back down in there where you're running, where you're supposed to be running, and... Headaches are going away. Yes, and, that's and, right. And they, that's, that's Your body goes into, into a self-detox type of uh, protocol. It is so good. It's a self-detox. Now, what happens then, all of, a sudden, all of a sudden, something almost magical happens. Your body shifts from burning sugars to burning fats as its fuel. When that happens, you enter a state into a state called nutritional ketosis or the keto zone. That is the state where you start burning fat as fuel and your body preferentially burns belly fat, which is the most toxic fat in your body. And then when this happens, all of a sudden diseases start to slowly go away. We start to see inflammatory diseases start to subside. Many go away. We start to see... They're losing their food source. You're absolutely right. Because <laughs> I 90, never saw yes. it like that before. See, 90%. Those diseases are losing yes. what they've been thriving on. 90% wow. of diseases are fueled and caused by inflammation. Now, again, high insulin levels, guess what it does? It fuels inflammation. When you lower that insulin down to a low amount, three or at the highest, seven, all of a sudden you've turned off most, a lot of inflammation in the body, and the body goes into a healing state. Boy, that is so good. And then, now, now the biggest thing that people have a problem with is they have fat phobia. They are afraid of fats. They don't understand fats. That's why I have a whole chapter. I tell you which fats are your friends, which fats are your enemies. And so, again, it goes back to the composition of the cell. The cell is composed of about 55% monounsaturated fats. Those and fish oil fats are your best friends. They're your best fats. Now, what are monounsaturated fats? It's extra virgin olive oil. Organic's even better. It's avocado oil. 
It's almonds. And you're talking about Gloria loving her almonds for breakfast. Yeah. Okay. Eleven almonds. <laughs> okay. I, she likes eleven almonds. Okay. I like three hundred almonds. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, almond butters, your nuts and seeds. Now there's not all of all of these types of foods, olives and avocados and nuts and seeds, don't just contain all monounsaturated. It's a combination of generally monounsaturated, a little bit of saturated, a little bit of polyunsaturated, so that we can get our essential fats. But those are your friends. Also, some saturated fats are your friends. Realize your cell composition of most all of the cells in your body is composed of about 25, or excuse me, around 27% saturated fats. Now, again, your doctors have been teaching you for over 50 years, limit your saturated fats to less than 10%. But if you eat according to the body and what it needs, the brain needs saturated fats. When you combine monounsaturated fats with saturated fats, guess what it does? It raises your good cholesterol, HDL. It lowers your bad LDL pattern B. That's the kind that causes plaque. It can raise many times your LDL pattern A, but that type of cholesterol does not cause plaque in your arteries. So what you see, you see triglycerides drop, blood sugar drop, HDL go up, and bad LDL pattern B go down. And so many times people with heart disease, you know what happens to them? They start to say, hey, with angina, they have heart disease. They say, hey, I can walk further before I get any, any shortness of breath or chest pain. Many say, my chest pain goes away. Because they start a self-cleaning process where that HDL actually goes up and starts to take the plaque out of the arteries and it does reverse cholesterol transport where it takes that bad cholesterol out to the uh, liver for exit out of the body. Isn't that exciting? It is good. The body goes into a self-healing state. But the biggest thing, the fat phobia, we put, we put our patients on the monounsaturated fats lots of fish oils, as well as some saturated fats, not excessive amounts. I'm not telling you to stick a butter for every meal <laughs> or else, you know, that uh, too much of anything is not good, too much saturated fat. But a lot of monounsaturated fat is the key. And that you can find in olive oil, mayonnaise. You can make your chicken salad or you can get avocado oil, mayonnaise. Those are great fats. I tell people, use it generously because about 70% of your calories need to come from these good fats, Okay. Also, the, your salad dressings are key. You need to get healthy salad dressings without soybean oil. Most salad dressings contain soybean oil. It's highly inflammatory, and most is genetically modified. Doc, where does things like almond butter, peanut butter, wh where do they fall? Those are fine. You want to use those. Uh, but getting back to my salad dressing, use olive oil. Olive oil, olive oil, olive oil. It's the king of fats. And use it with um, apple cider vinegar or some balsamic is okay. Wow. Apple cider is the best. You can put spices in there, herbs and spices. You know, you can put some oregano, garlic, whatever you want to to season it up. But what happens is when you take in that 70% fat, within a few days you enter into nutritional ketosis and boom, appetite gone. What does it take? Three days? Four days? Three days for most. Now, if you have diabetes, it may take a week or two. And if you're not going into ketosis by checking your urine keto strips, we can put you in ketosis within an hour by taking a supplement called our instant ketones. And some people, diabetics, may need that for the first week or two, and then you may not need it at all. And so also other things, other good fats are MCT oil powder. Uh, which is medium-chain triglycerides. It comes from coconut oil. It does not raise your cholesterol. 
and yet it fills you up. You can put that in your tea or your coffee or whatever you want to. Okay, so also dark chocolate with low sugar or stevia. Dark chocolate has a type of saturated fat called stearate that actually lowers your cholesterol. Isn't that great? So, So when you put this together, all of a sudden you shift from burning sugar to burning fat. And But we got to get out of our head. We can't be eating all this sugar and carbs. People think, no, if I don't eat sugars and carbs, I'm going to be tired. I need it for my brain to think. No, you don't. When you get into this program by burning fat, your brain functions 25% better burning fats as fuel. So does your heart. And your energy increases, your, your bodybuilders, your weightlifters, your athletes are getting onto this now. They're using MCT oil and MCT oil powder before their workouts to give them energy. And it, because what it does, that gives you energy, charges your ATP, yet there's no sugars and carbs in it. Mm. Used to, they'd have sugar and carb drinks and things like that. But now they find that the MCT oil works even better for long-term energy. So again, it's getting people into the program coming against the fears and the phobias, especially concerning fat, teaching you which fats are the good fats, which fats are the bad fats, and then following this program. And we have simple recipes in Chapter 15 that they can follow. Mm -hmm. And it just, like I say, it corrects those appetite hormones. Those appetite hormones balance out so that you're not always craving sugars and carbs because we're turning down the insulin. Insulin is one of the critical keys of turning that appetite on. Praise God. So it's so exciting to see this. And and again, what we've talked about and what Brother Kenneth and I've talked about quite a bit now is using your faith in order to help you lose your weight. Go ahead with it. I'm so excited. Yes, this is is a key thing that I, I have been using now for years in my patients. And it starts with Luke chapter 17. And that's when Jesus was going to Jerusalem. And it says, he entered a certain village and there met him 10 men who were lepers. Now, during this time, during this age, back 2,000 plus years ago, leprosy was the worst curse ever, worse than AIDS, worse than cancer, worse than anything. And so what happened when a person had leprosy, you had to leave your loved ones. You had to go live in a leper colony. You had to be at least 10 feet away from everyone. And if the wind was blowing much further away. And so here are these 10 lepers going. And so it says in verse 13, and they, uh, excuse me, in verse 12, they entered a certain village and met him, 10 men who were lepers who stood a far way off. They had to stand far away. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. And when Jesus saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priest. Now, this is the key. Jesus didn't say you're healed, didn't say you're healed. He says, go show yourself to the priest which he gave them something to do, faith. And faith is obedience to God's word. They went, and as they went, it says it was, that as they went, they were cleansed. They were healed of their leprosy. Now, they actually heard healed. Because if you were, if you were healed, you go show yourself to the priest. Yes. So they said, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Because <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's what they were wanting to hear. Right, right. But again, he said, go show yourselves to the priest. But they didn't, they weren't healed when they started going. They looked, they started going. They just obeyed him. Faith is first obedience to God's word. And then it says, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he returned. 
And with a loud voice, he glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving thanks, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan who was a despised, despised by the Jews. So yeah. Jesus answered, said, yes, there were not, were there not 10 cleansed? But where are the other nine? And Jesus said, were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And then Jesus said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Now, again, this is a major key, the gratitude, the gratitude. Gratitude unleashed the faith and healing power of God. This man was not just made well, he was made whole. In other words, when you have leprosy, fingers fall off, your nose caves in and may fall off, your earlobes may fall off, ears may fall off, your toes may fall off. This man was made totally whole because he glorified, praised God. Isn't that marvelous? It's powerful. We'll take it up right here tomorrow. Glory to God. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Jeremy will be back with some great announcements. Hallelujah. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.